Jen, welcome back to another episode of NPR's award-winning podcast. I'm your host, Tom. And I'm Jen. Today, we have an exciting topic to dive into, evaluating physical scene understanding through the paper. Titled Physian++, evaluating physical scene understanding that requires online inference of different physical properties. That's quite a mouthful. But don't worry. We're here to break it down for you. This paper focuses on the complex task of evaluating how well artificial systems can understand and predict physical events in a scene, taking into account various hidden properties of objects. That's right, Tom. General physical scene understanding goes beyond simply recognizing objects. It requires knowledge of how different physical properties such as mass, friction, elasticity, and deformability, affect the outcomes of physical events. And the authors of this paper noticed that existing benchmarks for evaluating physical prediction models often overlook the need for understanding these latent physical properties. Absolutely. So, the authors propose a new dataset and benchmark called Physian++ which rigorously evaluates visual physical prediction in artificial systems under circumstances where predictions rely on accurate estimates of these latent physical properties. To give you a better sense of this dataset, imagine trying to predict whether two objects will collide in a video. But here's the catch, the prediction depends on understanding properties like mass, friction, elasticity, and deformability, which can only be inferred by observing how objects move and interact with each other or fluids. And that's where Physian++ comes in. It challenges state-of-the-art prediction models to make accurate predictions in scenarios where these latent properties are crucial. The dataset consists of nine scenarios, each designed to probe the visual-physical prediction relevant to inferring these properties. But it doesn't stop there. Jen, the authors also compare the performance of these models to human predictions. And guess what? They found a huge gap between all the models and human performance. Suggesting that no state-of-the-art model is learning to make physical predictions in a human-like way. That's fascinating. Tom. It shows that even though deep learning models have made significant strides in various video tasks, they still fall short when it comes to human-level physical prediction, especially in cases where latent property inference is required. Exactly, Jen. And that's why this paper is so important. It sheds light on the limitations of current models and highlights areas where further research is needed to bridge the gap between artificial systems and human understanding of physical scenes. So, if you're interested in the intersection of computer vision and physics, stay tuned as we dive deeper into Physian++ and explore the implications of these findings. Don't go anywhere, folks. We'll be right back after a short break with more insights from this groundbreaking paper. You are listening to NPR's award-winning podcast with Tom and Jen. Stay tuned.
Upbeat music fades in. Welcome to the Silly Socks Inc. Commercial break. Brought to you by your beloved hosts. Tom and Jen on the award-winning NPR podcast. That's right, Tom. Today, we have a sponsor that will make your feet the life of the party. Introducing Silly Socks Inc., the masters of hilariously eccentric socks. Are you tired of your feet being, well, ordinary? Want to add a dash of ridiculousness to your everyday life? Then Silly Socks Inc. has got you covered, literally. These socks will make you feel like you've stepped into a parallel universe where socks rule and make people giggle with delight. Go from drab to fab with just one pair. With a variety of designs from pizza slices to grumpy cats. Silly Socks Inc. is here to ensure your feet are no longer the unsung heroes of your outfit. That's right. Tom. Silly Socks Inc. even has glow-in-the-dark socks for those lively nights on the town when you want to light up the dance floor with your dazzling feet. And for our listeners who need a little encouragement during those early mornings. Silly Socks Inc. proudly presents alarm clock socks. You'll never miss that important meeting again. Silly Socks Inc. Socks are guaranteed to bring a smile to your face or your money back. But trust us, you won't need the refund. So don't be another sock in the drawer. Join the Silly Socks revolution today. Get your pair of Silly Socks Inc. Socks now and let your feet steal the show. Upbeat music fades out. This podcast was brought to you by the hilarious and also fashionable Silly Socks Inc. Remember, folks, when it comes to socks, ordinary is overrated. Silly Socks Inc. Proudly sponsored by Laughs and Wacky Fashion Choices. And remember to use promo code LAUGHINGFEED at checkout for a special surprise. So slip on your silly socks and let the laughter begin. This podcast will be right back after a quick break. Sponsored by the one and only Silly Socks Inc. End of commercial break. And we're back. Welcome to another episode of our award-winning NPR podcast. Where we dive into fascinating topics that combine different fields of study. Today. We have a fascinating topic that brings together sports analytics and artificial intelligence. We'll be discussing a groundbreaking study titled Shuttle Set 22, Benchmarking Stroke Forecasting. With stroke-level badminton dataset. I'm Jen. And I'm Tom. Badminton analytics has been gaining attention in recent years. And this paper addresses the need for comprehensive badminton datasets that can be used for Research purposes. The authors have collected a stroke level dataset. Shuttle set 22. From high ranking matches in 2022. This dataset consists of over 30,000 strokes in more than 2,800 rallies in the training set alone. It's incredible how detailed this dataset is. Tom. It provides stroke level metadata within each rally allowing researchers to analyze player performance and explore various matchups. The authors have even created a challenge called Track 2, Forecasting Future Turn-Based Strokes in Badminton Rallies, to benchmark stroke forecasting approaches using Shuttle Set 22. 
It's great to see the research community come together to tackle complex problems. Absolutely. Jen. One of the most interesting parts of this paper is the state-of-the-art stroke forecasting approach. Called ShuttleNet. The authors have tested ShuttleNet with the ShuttleSet 22 dataset and provided the baseline codes. For participants to build upon in the challenge. It's amazing to see the range of approaches and the improvements that some teams have made over the baseline. It's also worth mentioning that Shuttle Set 22 is one of the few publicly available badminton datasets that researchers can use outside the badminton domain. The paper compares Shuttle Set 22 to other existing datasets, highlighting the unique features and limitations of each. This dataset is a valuable resource for researchers and enthusiasts alike. Definitely. Jen. This paper showcases the importance of comprehensive and publicly available datasets in sports. Analytics. It's fascinating to see how advancements in artificial intelligence techniques, such as machine learning models and computer vision, are being applied to improve player performance analysis and prediction tasks in badminton. And let's not forget about the Coach AI Badminton Challenge 2023. The authors organized a challenge to encourage further research in stroke forecasting. Participants submitted their methods. And the paper presents the results and performance metrics. It's really inspiring to see researchers come up with innovative approaches to tackle these complex problems. Absolutely. Jen. Badminton analytics is a rapidly evolving field. And this paper contributes to the growing body of research in this area. It's exciting to think about the potential future advancements and discoveries that could come from analyzing badminton data in such detail. Well, that's all the time we have for today's episode. We hope you enjoyed learning about the paper shuttle set 22, benchmarking stroke forecasting with stroke level badminton dataset. As always, Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. And remember, stay curious and keep exploring. We'll catch you in the next episode. Goodbye. Goodbye. Upbeat music playing. Welcome back to the Tom and Jen show. We have a special announcement for our listeners today. That's right. Tom. This podcast is brought to you by the wacky and wonderful Tickletron Industries. Are you tired of standing in long lines at amusement parks? Waiting for a good old-fashioned thrill? Look no further. Tickletron Industries has the solution for you. Introducing the Tickletron 3000. It's not just any run-of-the-mill ride. Oh no. This is the ride that will tickle your funny bone in ways you've never imagined. Step into a world of tickles and giggles as Tickletron Industries guarantees to make your fun meter go off the charts. Picture this. You're strapped into a spinning seat. And instead of heart-pounding drops, you're treated to ticklish sensations. The Tickletron engineers have masterfully designed tickle oscillators and giggle boosters to give you the thrill of a lifetime. And don't worry, folks. Tickletron Industries has taken extra precautions for our sensitive tickle-phobic listeners. 
They offer anti-tickle seat covers and even optional tickle-resistant helmets to ensure a worry-free experience. The Ticketron 3000 is a perfect fit for all ages. Whether you're a tickle lover or a tickle phobe, it's scientifically proven to induce uncontrollable laughter and create memories you'll never forget. But wait, there's more. Ticketron Industries is now offering a special deal exclusively for our listeners. Just go to tickletron.com and use the promo code TOMPENDJEN for a free tickle-proof umbrella. Perfect for those unexpected giggly showers. So, listeners, if you're tired of the same old thrills and crave something uniquely bizarre and hilarious, head over to Tickletron Industries. Remember, this podcast is proudly sponsored by the ticklish innovators themselves. Upbeat music fades out. All right, folks, don't tickle your fancy somewhere else. Stay tuned for more hilarious conversations on the Tom and Jen show. And remember, laughter is the best medicine, even if it comes in the form of tickles. Welcome back to another enlightening episode of our award-winning podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. Today, we have a fascinating topic to discuss, enhancing representation learning on high-dimensional, small-size tabular data using a remarkable method called a divide-and-conquer method with ensemble VAEs. That's quite a mouthful, Jen. But fear not. We're here to break it down in a way that's easy to understand. Representation learning is the process of transforming raw data into meaningful and compact representations. In the context of high-dimensional, small-size tabular data, it refers to extracting useful patterns from datasets that have many features but a limited number of observations. That's right, Tom. This is where the method called a divide-and-conquer method with ensembled VAEs comes into play. VAEs, or variational autoencoders, are a type of neural network that can learn to encode and decode data, effectively learning a compact representation of the input. In this method, the dataset is divided into smaller subsets, and VAEs are trained on each subset individually. And that's where the divide and conquer aspect comes in. By dividing the data into subsets and training individual VEEs on each subset, the method aims to capture useful information from each subset and combine them to form a comprehensive representation of the whole dataset. Exactly. Tom, the authors of this research paper conducted experiments on real-world datasets to assess the performance of their method. They compared their divide-and-conquer method with ensembled VAEs to other benchmark models, evaluating the quality of the learned representations and the downstream task performance. And what they found is truly exciting. Their method outperformed the benchmark models in terms of representation quality and downstream task performance. This demonstrates the effectiveness of their divide-and-conquer approach with ensembled VEEs in enhancing representation learning on high-dimensional, small-size tabular data. Absolutely. Tom, 
And this has significant implications for various fields, such as biomedical research and finance, where working with high-dimensional, small-size tabular data is common. By improving representation learning, researchers and practitioners can make better use of these challenging datasets and extract more meaningful insights. Well, that concludes our discussion on the fascinating topic of enhancing representation learning on high-dimensional, small-size tabular data using a divide-and-conquer method with ensembled VEEs. We hope you found this episode informative and inspiring. Thank you for tuning in to our award-winning podcast. I'm Jen. And I'm Tom. Stay curious and keep exploring the exciting world of data science. Until next time. Upbeat music playing. Welcome back to our podcast. Folks, this is Tom and Jen. Bringing you the silliest and weirdest stories from around the world. That's right, Tom. And before we dive into another wacky tale, we have a special message for all you aspiring sock dancers out there. Are you tired of your toes tapping to the same old beat? Seeking an electrifying experience that'll make your socks jump for joy? Well, we have the answer for you. Introducing Silly Socketron the ultimate sock dancing school. Imagine a world where your socks transform from boring to brilliant, from drab to fab, and from sock pop to sock lock. Sponsored by extra-large washing machines and toe-wiggling enthusiasts, Silly Socketron is here to turn your foot fashion into foot-tastic dance moves. This podcast brought to you by the toe-tapping gurus behind Silly Socketron. They're ready to give your socks a complete makeover. And trust us, folks, this isn't your ordinary dance school. You'll learn moves like the twirly sock twist, the funky foot fandango, and even the mind-boggling synchronized shimmies. But wait, there's more. Silly Socketron offers advanced courses too. Picture your socks cha-cha-charing, tango-tingling and even breakdancing like you've never seen before. So, if you're tired of your socks feeling left out in this world of bustling feet, it's time to enroll in Silly Socketron, the ultimate sock dancing school. Don't miss out on this unique opportunity. Folks, your socks will thank you. Your feet will thank you. And your friends will laugh their shoes off. So come on down and join the sock revolution. Silly Socketron, the ultimate sock dancing school, where fashion meets funk. Music fades. And now, let's get back to our regularly scheduled weirdness. Stay tuned, folks. More laughter and freaky tales are just around the corner. Podcast outro music starts. Welcome to another episode of our award-winning NPR podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. And today, we have a fascinating topic to discuss. The distortion of binomial voting defies expectation. Now, this might sound like a complicated subject. But don't worry. We're here to break it down and make it easy to understand. That's right. Jen. Binomial voting is a voting system where each voter has two choices. 
usually represented as A or B. Now, the interesting thing about binomial voting is that it can lead to distortions in the outcome. And that's what we're going to explore today. Absolutely. Tom, the paper we're discussing explores how the distortion of binomial voting can defy our expectations. It introduces a concept called expected distortion which measures how well a voting rule can overcome limited preference information to select a socially desirable outcome. Right. Jen. And what's fascinating about this paper is that it takes a new approach to studying distortion. Instead of focusing on worst-case scenarios, the authors analyze the expected distortion of voting rules. They propose a new rule called binomial voting, which provides strong guarantees for expected distortion. That's correct, Tom. Binomial voting is designed to be distribution independent, which means it doesn't rely on knowing the underlying distribution of voter preferences. This makes it a very appealing and practical voting rule. Exactly, Jen. The paper compares binomial voting to the majority rule which is a commonly used voting rule. They show that binomial voting can achieve similar guarantees for expected distortion, while also being distribution independent. And that's a significant finding. Tom, the majority rule is widely used in elections, but it requires knowledge of the underlying distribution. Binomial voting, on the other hand, is able to achieve strong guarantees for expected distortion without depending on the distribution. Absolutely. Jen. The paper also discusses related work in the field of distortion analysis and touches upon the concept of expected social welfare. It highlights the advantages of considering expected distortion and expected social welfare in computational social choice. And that's what makes this paper so important. Tom, by analyzing the expected distortion of voting rules and focusing on distribution independent solutions like binomial voting, we can improve the fairness and accuracy of elections. That's a great point, Jen. So, if you're interested in learning more about how the distortion of binomial voting defies expectation, we highly recommend reading the paper. It offers valuable insights into the field of computational social choice. Definitely, Tom. And as always, thank you for joining us on our NPR podcast. We hope you found this episode informative and thought-provoking. Stay tuned for more fascinating topics coming your way. Background music playing. Tom here co-host of the award-winning NPR podcast, along with my gigglicious partner in laughter, Jen. That's right, Tom. And guess what, folks? Today's episode is brought to you by Giggle Muffin-flavored air fresheners. Get ready to laugh your scent off. That's right, Jen. Tired of your car smelling like yesterday's leftovers and gym socks? Ah, the horror. But fear no more, friends, because Giggle Muffin has the solution. Introducing Giggle Muffin flavored air fresheners. They come in delightful scents such as Cackleberry Lemonade, Chickleberry Pie, and our personal favorite, Snickerdoodle Laughter.
Mmm, just imagining my car smelling like a bakery full of jokes makes my heart go tickle tickle. Picture this. You're stuck in traffic. Late for a meeting. And suddenly, that heavenly scent of giggle muffin flavored air freshness fills your car. Instantly, frustration turns into uncontrollable laughter. And before you know it, Tom, you're having a roadside dance party in even the most mundane of situations. Indeed, Jen. But wait, there's more. Giggle muffin flavored air fresheners not only make your car smell like a comedy club, but they also come with a built-in mood booster. That's right. Feeling blue? Just give your giggle muffin a little squeeze. And out comes a burst of air that tickles your senses and transforms your mood from meh to marvelous. Take it from two professional gigglers. Folks, these air fresheners will have you rolling with laughter in no time. So, next time you step into your car, don't settle for boring old vanilla or pine scents. Make it a giggle muffin moment. Remember. This podcast is sponsored by Giggle Muffin Flavored Air Fresheners, the perfect fusion of laughter and freshness for your nose. Get yours today and get ready to giggle your way to happiness. Laughter fades out. And now, back to our regularly scheduled hilarity. Right you are, Tom. Let's tickle those funny bones. Podcast jingle fades in. Hello and welcome to another episode of our award-winning NPR podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. Today, we have an exciting topic to discuss, a groundbreaking paper titled Sparse Optimizer. Sparsify language models through Moreau Yosida regularization and accelerate through compiler. Co-design. That's quite a mouthful. But don't worry. We're here to break it down for you. In this paper, the authors introduce a new deep learning optimizer called Sparse Optimizer, which leverages Moro Yoshida regularization to induce sparsity in large language models. That's right, Tom. Large language models, such as BERT, Albert, and GPT, have become crucial in many applications like text generation and translation. However, Their computational requirements and parameter count can pose challenges in terms of memory and efficiency. Exactly. But Sparse Optimizer tackles this issue by incorporating a shrinkage operator within a optimization process. This operator, rooted in a solid theoretical framework, naturally introduces sparsity into the model parameters. And the best part is that Sparse Optimizer doesn't require any modifications to the original model code. It's a plug-and-play solution that can be applied to a wide range of large language models. That's a game-changer. Jen, the paper also proposes an innovative optimizer compiler co-design strategy, demonstrating how Sparse Optimizer can be paired with a specially designed compiler to further accelerate inference time. Absolutely. Tom, they conducted empirical evaluations on benchmark datasets, such as Glue, Race, Squad 1, and Squad 2, and showed that SparseBird and SparseAlbert, when sparsified using Sparse Optimizer, 
achieved comparable performance to their dense counterparts while significantly reducing parameter count. And let's not forget about the potential for inference acceleration. Sparsebit, when paired with the appropriate compiler, achieved impressive speedups compared to PTorch, TensorFlow, and LLVM generic compile. This work represents a significant step forward in the field of efficient and high-performing large language models. It sets a precedent for future exploration and optimization in this domain. Absolutely. Jen. The implications of sparse optimizer are far-reaching and hold promise for the deployment of large language models in a more practical and efficient manner. So, if you're interested in the intersection of deep learning optimization, language models, and compiler co-design, stay tuned for our in-depth discussion on this fascinating paper. That's right. Jen. We'll break down the methodology, explain the theoretical foundations, and dive into the empirical results. It's going to be an informative and entertaining episode that you won't want to miss. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, sit back, and get ready to learn about Sparse Optimizer and its impact on the world of language models. Stay tuned for the rest of the episode right here on our award-winning NPR podcast. Upbeat jazzy music playing in the background. Hey there, folks. Are you tired of traditional lighting options? Looking to add a little spark to your life? Well, have we got news for you. This podcast is proudly brought to you by the amazing, the incredible, Zap Rat Industries. That's right, Jen. Get ready to light up your world one rodent at a time. Imagine this. You enter a room, and instead of traditional light bulbs, you're greeted by an army of glowing rodents scurrying around, illuminating your space. It's like living in a whimsical electric rat wonderland. Sponsored by Zap Rat Industries. Trust us, folks. These are no ordinary rats. They're genetically modified, equipped with powerful LED technology. Say goodbye to boring light switches. All you need now is a bag of rat treats. And let's not forget the practicality. Jen, need a flashlight in the middle of the night? Just whistle, and your trusty Zap Rat will come to the rescue. And the best part? Every purchase from Zap Rat Industries helps fund our ongoing research to develop glow-in-the-dark. Cheese. That's right. Folks, join the Zap Rat revolution today and revolutionize the way you light up your life. This podcast is brought to you by Zap Rat Industries. Lighting up the world one rodent at a time. Disclaimer. Not responsible for uncontrollable rodent parties or accidental pet rodent adoption. Side effects may include spontaneous rodent dance parties, increased rodent selfies, and unending admiration from your friends. Music fades out.